queremos. The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Keep talking, keep talking. Four score and seven years ago. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, big bucks, and bad luck. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we take a spin through the news and also take a moment to discuss the cultural impact of the original Ghostbuster, Pac-Man. Pac-Man! But first, that news, news we promised you. Yes, news. Well, hold on a second. Yeah. Big bucks? Yes. Yeah, so bucks. Okay. Yeah, bucks, as in, okay. as, as in dollars, yeah. you know, okay. marks, francs, pounds, that sort yeah, of thing. I, I thought we were getting to Sir Mix-a-Lot territory here. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, bucks. No, oh, okay, yeah, and, and not the kind with antlers. Yes, there you, you know, go. The, the uh, apples are in its gotcha. reports, to be specific. Dinero. Yeah. Simoleons. Yes, there you go. Your uh, galactic credits are... Yeah, galactic credits. Nice. Nicely yes. done. Thank I you. like that. Um, but yeah, it's been kind of a whirlwind the past couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. uh, it has been for me, that's Even for if sure. you don't work in the news, uh, just everything that's yeah. going on uh, this year has, has been off to a fast start. And um, and Mary Tyler Moore died. I know. I was like, man. That really, I mean, you know, it's like I knew 2017 it was going to continue, but you know, yeah. you take Mary Tyler Moore... Yeah. Seriously? So sad. And for everyone who, uh, you know, I'm Generation X, we grew up, she was our female journalist role model, yeah. and that show was just so brilliantly written, and a wonderful thing, and yes, it was just a very... And, you know, I uh, I, I can even remember in reruns, Capri Pants, mm-hmm. Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah, she, Laura Petrie, yeah. Yeah, the, Laura uh, Petrie, that's right. It was... Uh, a, a very uh, sad passing there. Dick Van Dyke is still alive, right? As far or did as I, I know. just totally jinx him now? Yeah, you probably oh, put a mark on him geez. now. But, um, right. Yeah, no, I believe he is uh, still with us. I heard he's going to be doing. Actually, I think you're right because I heard he's going to be in the uh, Mary Poppins. Oh yes, the, sequel. Yeah, the one that Lin Manuel Miranda is yeah, going to be in. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, and I think Carl Reiner is still alive too. Isn't Carl Reiner's definitely alive. Yeah, the, yeah. the guy who played the boss. On, oh yeah, on that absolutely. Dick okay, so absolutely. You know, we'll pour one out for Mary Richards. Throw yeah, your hat that's in the right. air. Mary Richards. That was yeah. such a great show. It was such and a great it, show, it, and, it, and it it's a little dated, but the themes hold up. The acting, the ensemble work, it was just amazing. Hey, what was and that the clown bit? Remember that? Oh, clown? chuckles the clown. Oh, chuckles the clown. Yeah, a yes. little song, a little dance, uh, a little I... seltzer down your pants. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna get me giggling. Yeah, All right. just like the, well, yeah, yes, exactly. kind of uh, in the theme of the show. But yes, um, yes, well, indeed. let's bring us ourselves back down. Uh, to, yeah, let's bring it down. to Earth. Um, bring it back. Roll it back. As you know, uh, politics and tech collided hard this week as President Trump's executive order on immigration, refugees, and international travel from several Middle Eastern countries rippled out uh, hard enough to make Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft and a few other companies. Um, Fear for their employees' safety and ability to travel freely. Yeah, Apple especially is uh, coming yeah. out strong. Yeah, yeah and we, we normally do not get into politics no. on this show. But there is a tech component. Yes, but the fact that it is is uh, kind of KOing parts of the tech world does uh, bring our attention around. And the Attorney General of the state of Washington fought a lawsuit uh, this past Monday challenging the order. Amazon and Expedia were also uh, filing sworn statements in that one about how that particular executive order would damage their businesses. For those of us in the New York City area, uh, last weekend, uh, the ride-sharing company Uber also found itself in the crosshairs of very angry protesters who claimed the company was breaking a taxi strike at New York City's John F. Kennedy yeah. Airport yep. and uh, capitalizing on the chaos. I guess they put out some tweet that said they were going to take care or take surge pricing off. Yep. 
It just happened to coincide with the announcement of the taxi strike, uh-huh. according to them. And so everyone's like, Uber is trying to capitalize on this. So there was this whole delete Uber movement yep, yep. where people were posting instructions how to delete the app. We're not going to use it. And then Lyft, one of yep. Uber's competitors, uh, kind of sashays in there and gives Donates a million some, bucks. That's yeah. right. Big passel of money. Yeah, to the American Civil Liberties Union. So yep. so they were probably well played by Lyft oh, yeah. uh, to get the attention. But Absolutely. Not so good for Uber. No. And Uber said its uh, tweets during the protest were misunderstood and and badly timed, but I think they're still feeling the heat from that. Got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So so that was adding to all of the chaos of the news. Meanwhile, uh, 2,000 Google employees in the company's global offices staged a walkout Monday afternoon to protest the executive orders uh, on all this. Google workers donated $2 million into a crisis fund for refugee support, and then Google corporate matched that with another $2 million. So the people are are breaking out the wallets for that. Yes, they are. So so that's probably going to go on. Uh, I don't think this ban is going away anytime soon. I mean, they keep finding out oh, it's not a ban. It's a, these new restrictions, extreme vetting, whatever you want to call it. It's it supposed to be in, 90 days, but who knows? Yeah, it's inhibiting travel of people from certain countries. And a lot of uh, tech companies have people from all over the world Absolutely. who need to travel freely. So Absolutely. This will probably be a continuing uh, point of contention. Again, we don't get into the politics here, but yeah, it, we're just, it is a bit chaotic. Yeah, no. We're, we're being like the watchers on Highland. That's right. Observe and record, but we never interfere. Absolutely right. Yes. Uh, so, so that fight will go on. But speaking of Google, the company confirmed uh, that this year's I.O. 2017 conference will be at the Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain View, California, on May 17th to May 19th. Hmm. So if you are a uh, Android developer or work on Google-related products, you've probably already bought your ticket now. They don't make glasses anymore, do they? Uh, no I think Google they tabled glass. the Google Glass. I think they were yeah. going to come back around to that, maybe with the second generation, yeah. but I have not seen any product. I think people kind of got off things on your face as wearables, and it's yeah. more about the wrist still. It's still about the wrist. All about the wrist, the wrist action. Yes. You yes. know, I got to look at my uh, like a good connected curb. watch. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Uh, now, from the cybercrime desk, uh, if you've gotten <laughs> one of, <laughs> yes. there we go. Yeah, we need like some evil, yes. you know, sinister music too. Dun, dun. Yes. Uh, if you've ever gotten one of those robocalls with a pre-recorded voice asking, "Can you hear me?" in some sort of yes, communication, I uh, read this. And if you figured out instantly that it was a scam, uh, you will get points for being a savvy, paranoid scam spotter. Yes. Uh, the point of that particular ruse is to get you to say yes, so the criminals on the other end of the line can record your voice and then use that recording to falsify uh, verbal verification for purchases and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I got a ton of these calls a couple of yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. You know, the point of blocking the numbers and. Just the way you see a number you don't recognize, you hear somebody who kind of just starts right in and like, you know, this doesn't, you know. You know yeah, there's then, always that little delay, too. Yeah. There's like that delay. You know what the ones I love? It's like, this is a Windows support team. Yes. It's like, yeah, okay, don't need any help here, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. But yeah, it's it's best just to hang up. Um, the consumer's blog uh, suggested that for uh, people who haven't gotten such a call yet to do precisely that, hang up. Don't say anything at all. Um, you should also screen your calls anyway. Don't pick up numbers you don't recognize. Mm-hmm. Avoid answering calls with unfamiliar numbers. You know, If it's important, they will leave a message. That's right. You know, you don't have to grab every call. And uh, if there is one of those handy robocall screening services available to you, that might also help cut down that on this. That might definitely help. So how do they fall on the whole expletive? part like you know i'm asking for a friend yeah I'm, for I'm, a friend 
I am. Well, I don't know. I, uh, there's a few people who have gone to the media and, and told their stories about, oh, I said this. And, and then all of a sudden I found all these charges on my credit cards and they tried to say that I agreed to buy these things. I think they're still working it out. I don't think it's as, as anger-inducing as some scams that we've seen or like ransomware. I think the, ransomware is probably your big, yeah. big cursey thing. Absolutely. But so this, if I drop an F – oh, I'm sorry. If my friend drops an F-bomb yeah, yeah, right I, off the bat, yeah. that doesn't count as a yes. Yeah, yeah. I think if you if – you, uh, and they said uh, too if, if you are concerned that maybe this is a legitimate call – don't say yes, just say, I can hear you. I so that way you. they don't nice. have anything where you're actually doing a nice. verbal agreement. Ah, that's very yeah, well so, played. So, but well you can played. also say, you know, bleep you with a bleeping bleep. And yeah. and I don't think they can, can buy anything in your name and you, with that. And your little bleep too. Yeah, precisely. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know so, what yeah. that means, but, but we'll yeah, go with that. Yeah, and the bleep you wrote in on. Yes, so. right. So be aware of that. And this is a fairly new scam. The TV nightly news networks were all over this very early, so I yeah, guess they're they're starting to to get the word out early. So that do they do enough. sweeps anymore? Remember, there was like the whole yeah. sweeps thing. February was a sweeps thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's when you get all the scary stories, like yeah. you know, don't answer your phone. Or, yeah, or you know. if you're you know CBS News too here in the city, where every night there's something. Oh that yeah, you have absolutely. To fear, fear for. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, doesn't Colbert like do a whole yeah. string of those? Yeah. So. yeah. All right, so be aware of that. Yes. Um, but hijacking your voice is not the only way criminals can use audio against you. Mm-hmm. Researchers at the University of California, Berkeley, uh, studying artificial intelligence, have found that some machine learning systems like Amazon Alexa or Google Now can be hacked with bogus voice commands to order expensive goods, post on social media accounts, send money, or sign up for premium services, among other things. Um, the researchers are calling it mal-audio. Uh, where someone can get in there and just start talking to your device. Well, how, and, what, do they just walk into your house and yeah, just start? Yeah, or maybe there's a network hack that they're getting oh, in there. Uh, so so there, it, it's an interesting paper. Uh, I will link to it. Um, but but they're, they're starting to think, oh, well, if all of these things are voice activated, those things aren't – because you have an Alexa, it's not really looking at your unique no, vocal imprint not. when you no. give it a command. Not so. If anyone or if your network is, is compromised, someone could get in there and, and say, hey, Alexa, why don't you send $500 to <sighs> Joe Blow? And then you got to worry about that. Seriously, cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the woods. I got to make sure I take care of my heart because, you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, the pacemaker. pacemaker mm-hmm. They can hack into those bad boys, too. Yeah. So, so uh, cabin in the woods. I'm beginning to think the Battlestar Galactica just stay off the network. That's right. Of, uh, That's right. Exactly right. Stay off the net. Be an island. Yes. Now, uh, two items of note from the social network. Uh, first, Facebook just announced new ways to rank stories in your newsfeed based on when they might be more relevant to your life. Uh, and they've also got universal signals to determine if a post is authentic or that kind of spammy fake news. Uh, they're basing this on the source and who is posting the items. So, gotcha. Uh, so they're starting to look at things with algorithms. But what if I like spammy fake news? And then you'll probably get more of it. There you go. All you know, right, delicious helpings of spam. Nice. Uh, but the bonafide post will show up higher in your feed once Facebook's algorithm has determined gotcha. that your friend is is posting this from a legitimate news source gotcha. and they have a good track record of not, not spamming you. Uh, the newsfeed algorithm uh, will favor long-form videos as well. Hmm. Uh, and uh, long-form videos may just be a key component of our other bit of Facebook news here. The Wall Street Journal and Variety are reporting that Facebook is working on a video app for the Apple TV and other set-top boxes so you can watch Facebook videos on the big screen. And what comes with videos on the big screen? Advertising. Precisely. Nice. Yes, so we see where they're doing with that. Yeah, exactly. Ask me if I'm going to have that on my, uh, if I'm going to watch that on my Apple TV. Are you going to buy the Facebook app or get the Facebook app for your set-top box? Bleep no. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. So so no bleeping way for No you. bleeping way. 
But on the subject of set-top boxes, yes. uh, Recode is reporting that Ajit Pai, the new chairman of the Federal Communications Commission, has pretty much dropped the proposed rule uh, that Chairman Wheeler, the previous mm-hmm. uh, chairman, had proposed that would have made cable and fiber uh, pay TV operators unlock the code on the set-top boxes so third-party companies could offer their own cheaper alternatives. I think we talked about this about yes, six we months did. ago. Yes, so all of a sudden, you know, nobody's really talking about that. Yeah, so of course not. We're thinking probably floating in the water. Yes. Yes. Uh, also, uh, in sort of the uh, vi- video world, Plex, the company behind the Plex media server software I for crawling all your digital media in one place, yeah. has some news of its own. Does it now? Yes. The company blog there announced that Plex has acquired WatchUp, which is a streaming news service. WatchUp uses advanced machine learning to process local, national, and international news to generate a personalized news feed for the user. Really? Yeah. So you could have that uh, all coming into your Plex system there. All right. Along with my uh, old TV episodes of shows that I'm never going to watch because I have no time. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It'll be all, all be right. mixed in there together just nice. in case you do, you know. Someday I'll get to Freaks and Geeks. Someday. It's such a good show. It is. Yeah, it's only 18 episodes. That's right. You know, wonderful stuff. Someday. Yes, yeah, someday. Apple had its quarterly earnings call last week and said it posted record revenue numbers uh, due to a big boost of iPhone 7 sales over the holiday shopping season. Really? We, we didn't know how the iPhone 7 was going to no, do, but apparently it did very well. I think people really like that 7 Plus model with the really good camera and the portrait mode. You mean this one? That one right there. There we go, right there. Do you like the portrait mode and the good camera? Uh, I don't think I've ever <laughs> You, you <laughs> never, never have time to take pictures. I don't so. have to. Actually, you know what? I have used it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. All right. So I took a picture of a coffee cup with it. All right. It, it was, was, it was, was really an nice. arty photo. It was like already. Sort of a moody kind of. Of course. You know, of course, just like me. Yes. All right. Yeah. So I look forward to your exhibit. Artie and Moody. Yes. And and there'll be a gallery show forthcoming of, of your, your coffee cup photos. Yes. Absolutely. All right. We will, we will make invitations. Just look for that. Yes. Uh, now, Apple said it recorded uh, $7.8 billion, with a B in revenue and $17.89 billion in profit uh, from the sale of 7.3 million iPhones, 13 million iPads, and 5.3 million Macs uh, that they sold that quarter. And a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. So even though they didn't really have a whole lot of new Mac hardware except for that touch bar thing. Uh, hey, Don last week said it. They're making a buku amount of money yeah. regardless of what people are saying about their future. Yeah. So, so Apple's like, yeah, you, you go on and do the yeah, news. Exactly. We're just going to make some money yeah, here. Yeah, we're going to make some money. Yes. Yeah, so, so so they did well. And they're, uh, they're, they're lighting cigarettes with like $100 bills over there in yeah. Cupertino. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook, uh, we have a quote from him uh, yes. that he gave to some other place, but I'm going to read it anyway. There you go. Uh, he said, we're thrilled to report that our holiday quarter results generated Apple's highest quarterly revenue ever and broke multiple records along the way. We've sold more iPhones than ever before and set all-time revenue records for iPhone, uh, their services, Mac, and Apple Watch. Ah, End Apple quote. Watch. There you go. That's a kind of low bar with the Apple Watch Yeah, stuff. yeah. You know, they sold five. And yeah, that's a exactly. Record. But, you know, people are, people are getting it. That's true. Now, uh, the news was not so good for the new LG 5K displays that Apple was pushing uh, as its external monitor of mm-hmm. choice since they're not making them themselves anymore. Right. Several users report that the monitor freezes, disconnects, and is largely unusable if it's within about six and a half feet of a Wi-Fi router. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a little yeah. interference going on there. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a feature. It's yeah. a feature. Software patch forthcoming yeah. or something. Patch away, Cupertino yeah. boys. 
Yes, and finally. Already? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. This is a this is an abbreviated show. Yes, this is a streamlined show because you are very busy. I am, yeah, it's been a crazy week. Yes. It has indeed. Yes, so and finally. And finally. If you've ever wanted to get your Indiana Jones on without actually getting off the couch, uh, check out Global Explorer, a new online platform that uses satellite imagery to give users a look at the terrain in Peru and then also search for new possible archaeological sites. So you're looking at all the satellite imagery. You can focus in on these tiny little grids. If you see uh, topography or terrain that looks like there may be some ancient ruins yeah, there, yeah. Uh, you can report this. Uh, and then actual archaeologists will, if they get more, I think, than like six reports of certain areas, mm. will perhaps put it on their list of things to go look at. So hold on a second. I could be sitting on my sofa with a bag of Cheetos yeah. or a bag of cheese doodles. Let's yeah. go with cheese doodles. Yeah. So I like cheese doodles better than cheese. Yeah, and then your brown soda. And my and my brown soda. Yeah. My fizzy my fizzy drink. Yeah. And I can be looking for archaeological digs like yeah, yeah, Indiana you, Jones? Yeah, you're looking at high-resolution satellite imagery, just looking at the uh, terrain. So, you know, we'll hear some kind of bumpy ground. Maybe these are like a burial site or something. Can I have a whip and a hat? Uh, you can't. If your wife will let you, you can. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. and uh, you, you know my wife well. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and then I guess uh, – and they give you a tutorial, so when you first sign up, you're not just – because they tell you what to look for. Well, of so course. there's this whole tutorial about if you see this type of terrain or whatever – this may mean that and uh, what all the different patterns could possibly mean. And then once you're armed with this knowledge and you study the photos, uh, when six people flag the same area of potential interest, the uh, actual archaeological team uh, will then evaluate it to see if the site is worth further exploration. Now, all nice. of this is the brainchild of Dr. Sarah Parkak, who is an actual archaeologist and the winner of the 2016 TED Prize. And she took this million dollars that she got for winning the TED Prize. Yeah. And turned it into this global explorer platform. So that was really – like she had this idea. She said, mm. I got this money from this prize. I'm going to turn this into a big community uh, sort of crowdsourcing archaeological thing. It sounds like Pokemon for grownups. Yeah, yeah, where you can actually maybe find real things yeah. and then not squirtles and, th- and whatnot. Uh, so and then – so when people say, oh, you know, more than six people have, have – Notice this right, patch right. of ground may, may have something. Then uh, Dr. Parkhack's team then is the one who goes out and looks at it. So they're the ones with the hat and the whips. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the enough. khaki clothes. There um, you go. Now, the uh, observations that the home users make can also alert the scientists to uh, potential looting and desecration ah, of ancient sites, too. That's so, cool. Okay. So, yeah. So I thought that was a great idea. A little eye in the sky action. I like yeah. that. Precisely, and nice. we're seeing satellite imagery, so it's not like live cam, right, but right. you see, you know, the satellites do go by every once in a while. Absolutely. And uh, anyone who wants to, to join up uh, can just go to the web and do it, and we will have a link to the Global Explorer site, along with links to everything else that we talked about here in the news at poptechjam.com. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Bleep and bleep. Bleepity bleep. <laughs> wow, you know, that almost kind of sounded like the little Pac-Man, you know, yeah, noise exactly. in the background, yeah. which, which, you know, 
as a segue, since we just nice. finished the news, of course. Uh, we, we said we were going to talk about Pac-Man yes. uh, in this episode. God, I wasted so many hours with Pac-Man oh, you know, and Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, the whole Pac-Man family. Oh, yeah, please. I think. Uh, but, but Pac-Man was legitimately back in the news this week because mm-hmm. Messiah Nakamura, known by many as the father of Pac-Man, uh, died earlier this week yeah, at the age right. of 91. That's right. In 1980, his company Namco released the original Pac-Man game uh, that was uh, done by the designer Toru Iwatane, and we've been chasing ghosts ever since, quite frankly. Uh, The influence of Pac-Man on popular culture these past 30-odd years, so it came out in, what, 37 years ago? Yep. Uh, It's really hard to underestimate because pretty much for me, from high school on, Pac-Man has always been there. It's a familiar thing. Kids grow up playing it. If you're feeling nostalgic for it, because maybe you haven't, uh, you know, eaten some power dots and killed some ghosts lately, right. uh, you can actually fire it up on the Android, iOS, or Windows app versions of the game. They mm-hmm. have ported it pretty much to anything. Anything that, that has a screen. Yes. Uh, if you prefer a desktop experience, you can download the ROMs and play on an emulator with your PC or Mac. Nice. The Internet Archive software repository has several versions of the game over the years because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they modified their own software. Yeah, so they've got yeah. a bunch of them in the 80s and 90s. You can play those in your web browser. Google even did a browser playable uh, Google Doodle for the game on its 30th anniversary in the year that, 2010. Yes. yes. And uh, you can buy it to play on consoles and pretty much anything with a chip in it, too. They've got just little standalone uh, video game things that are purely Pac-Man-centric. Waka, 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 waka. You, you know him well. I do. Um, and there's many live-action versions of the game that have popped up over the years, too, with people running through the streets uh, doing the simulated Pac-Man thing. Somebody's mm-hmm. in yellow and yeah. you know, there's ghosts. Uh, the Pac-Manhattan event here in New York City is one of the big That's ones right. that has happened. That's right. And uh, But, you know, when it all comes down to it, if you grew up like we did, playing Pac-Man on the big console cabinet in the video arcade at the mall or right. wherever your big video games were held, mm-hmm. uh, feeding the quarters into the thing. Endlessly. And, yes. Uh, you can relive those days, too, for about $3,000 because Amazon will ship you a 237-pound working replica to your home. <laughs> Now you got to ask Mrs. Kaiser about that one too. I can maybe sneak it in. I mean, the hat and the whip are one thing, yeah. but a 237-pound console cabinet. Uh, wow. wow. She, she might notice that in the living room. Yeah, she might. Yeah, well, maybe, but she it, loved Pac-Man too. That's true. So you know, and you put a tablecloth over it when the company comes. That's over. right. Put it on its side. It's a, it's a night table. Yeah, and if uh, you don't want to get the new one from Amazon, eBay always has something. Right. Remember the, the tabletop version of it and the oh, pizza parlor? Yes. You can get that for coffee table. Yeah, and it always had that g- greasy film on yes. top. Yes, I wonder why. I wonder why, too. Yeah, so so, so many ways to play. And yeah, and it's kind of a fun, like people instantly know how to play this game. Oh, absolutely. Like you do not need the rules. No. It's like, oh, okay, I, and then I get in the maze. and then There you go. Yeah, so. It's a uh, brilliant Brilliant game. Yeah, so so we extend our sympathies to Mr. Nakamura's family yes. uh, and thank him for bringing uh, Pac-Man to That's the right. world. Pouring and, one out for Pac-Man's dad. Yes, and uh, I will link to uh, some of these various Pac-Man resources that we mentioned here, too. There's a separate little blog post uh, on nice. our show page already uh, that you can click to and then go find out uh, where you want to play. Check it out! Yes, and, and what what might our web address be? Pop Tech Jam dot 
Calm. Ooh. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, but it, yeah. I brought it in. I brought it back. Yeah, you, you brought it back. I did indeed. And uh, now that you brought it back, I guess we got to go. Yeah, though. we got to go. We got to thank the bros. Yes, thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. And thank you, listeners. We hope uh, everyone is having a decent uh, start to their new year. I guess we're already done with January. January's so, done. Yeah, it's over. First month it over. Works. Yep. Yeah, so we're, we're just uh, sliding along. Pretty soon it'll be developer conference time. Yeah. Uh, absolutely you know it, absolutely. It's, it's the the cycle of the seasons another trip around the sun i haven't complained much about the cold we haven't done much complaining on the show we, i think we, we have to fix that we haven't had a ton of cold here in new york i know other parts of the country have had more heinous weather and yeah, poor california has been getting all the seasons at once but hold on jude you know there is a people expect a certain amount of complaining. Yes, you are not doing your complaining quota. That's right. For the... Both of us, because we're both New Yorkers. Yeah, that's and true. And we have a God-given right to complain pretty much about everything. Well, it did rain pretty hard the other day. There was it, no that was very that annoying. Through. That was very annoying. Nice. Nice save, JD. All right. So, Nicely done. Nicely all right. Done. If all else fails, there's the weather or the MTA. That's right. Yes. That's right. All right. So we'll, we'll promise to complain more on next week's show. Yes, we uh, will. But until then, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Everyone have a great bleeping week. <laughs> <laughs>